AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up, y'all? I'm your girl, Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And welcome to Street Politicians, the, the place, place where the streets and politics meet. We're covering all types of issues, new week, new show, new issues, lots happening, but lots. the same old authentic you and me. You know, keeping real it real. You know how we do it. That's what we do. Real is rare, baby. Real is definitely rare. And there's a lot happening, as always, across the nation. People are dealing with uh, holidays. They're dealing with COVID. They're dealing with... a new administration, um, and just our regular everyday issues. And we're going to be talking about all of that. All of it. All of it. So that brings me to my thought of the day. That was kind of cool, right? You see? Uh, thought of the day. Thought of the day. You like that, right? It's a little it something. It's a nice idea. little segment. A little bit, your idea. Listen. <laughs> everything that is That's what I'm idea. trying to say. Everything that has to do with something that's branding, you know, that's dope, I usually have some type of input. You a little I'm bit. I'm just saying, bit. look. I saw you do thought of the day. You know what I'm so saying? I'm like, just, oh. well, look, you yeah. know. You know, with this holiday situation, uh, everybody's buying everything. And we're encouraging people to buy black. Buy but black. But I struggle with this one issue. Are we just buying black and not worrying about black excellence? Like, is it okay for mm. us to support businesses and not require of them that they be excellent in the ways in which they operate? I mean, I think I think that's a good question, but I think there has to be a real conversation about what we call excellence and whether we hold them to a standard of somebody who has a million dollar company, who has, okay. you know, resources that they don't have or whether we walk into a place that we know is owned by somebody black and understand that they might not have those resources and we can push them to that. We can, you know, we can elevate them and say, hey, give them tips or say, hey, or invest in it. 
you know, invest in that that company or that organization and say, yo, I see what you're doing. It could be better if you did this. I'm willing to invest in that. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, we 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 hold our people to a standard we don't hold nobody else to. We don't ask where's the money going and what did you do with this or why am I investing in that? We go we we support other organizations and other, you know, ethnicities without any level of scrutiny. No questions asked. You know, so I, of course we want we, we should I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But what I'm talking about is something different, right? So what are you like talking even about? within our organization until freedom, we had a bit which you told us, don't start selling merchandise until you can actually push out the orders. Mm-hmm. Because you were saying, I've experienced this. I had trial and error. I know how much of a job it is. And we on the road in Kentucky and Georgia and all these other places. And we're not able to sit still and focus on this job. Now we've hired a person who is going to man, who is managing it and doing a really good job Mm -hmm. of getting all of the orders out and all of that. So Mm -hmm. we figured it out. And so there is a trial and error part. But we recognize that there was a problem and we are rectifying it. That's what I mean. And by the way, we're rectifying it and we hired someone that we hope to make enough money to be able to pay them. So we doing like the the three card Molly game right now. We ain't really got the salary in the bank, but we think the merchandise will sell enough to be able to pay this person, Mm -hmm. right? That's the deal. So I get you. The resources are not there to just open up the a Macy's or you know whatever and sell our clothes our our um our merchandise and and all of our branded until freedom stuff but there is something to be said about one people who don't want to change they yes, think it's already fine the way it is and they use that excuse my son that well we don't have the same money that everybody else has it's not so what it still should be customer service this thing should still be clean. Your facility should be clean. Yeah. You should be on time. That's another big problem, especially for somebody like me. When you're talking about hair and, you know, the services that we need, people complain all the time. Well, you should go to black owned businesses. And I do my hairstylists, you know, all of them. And they and they, because I'm so busy and because they are uh, business people themselves. They understand the importance of getting me in and out, of coming to the house or meeting me on the side of the road and, you know, whatever they have to do. But I have worked with people who are chronically late, who are chronic, just disrespectful. They act like they're paying you to do a service for you. And I'm challenged with on my social media and other things. I never want to talk about this issue because I'm not trying to hurt black businesses. That's true. But at the same time, there has to be somebody to call our attention that we've got to raise the level of excellence with how we put products in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for me, I understand exactly what you're saying. And I'm not saying that we should expect less from black people who are in business. What I'm saying is you have to look at the individual. You have to look at the organization. You have to look at the company. And you able to tell why if they have more resources, they'd probably be bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, probably when you looked at even with the Nipsey Hussle's brand, right? Mm-hmm. He had never sold as many things. So when he passed away, the organization took months to get people to think because mm-hmm. they weren't capable. It wasn't that they were just, you know, they were um incompetent. incompetent. Exactly. It's just that they weren't they didn't have the bandwidth 
to actually supply the order. So they, okay. it was something new. So when you look at things in that aspect, cool. I'm saying if you if you have somebody who who does your hair that you give thousands of dollars to on a regular basis and they're constantly late. That means that that person is just not professional. The individual is not professional. Yeah, so, but you can't say that because then they'll say, no, but you oh, can you say know, that. You should have worked with her. She no, 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 no. No, because that means if you make a, if I, if I tell you, say, hey, you know, I know that you're a little busy sometimes, this and that, but I have a schedule, you know, and, and it's customary when you're a customer that you reach out and give somebody a courtesy call and say, I'm not going to make it on time. Or you're honest about this when you set a date right. and you set a, set, that, that's, that's professionalism. You right. understand what I'm saying? So you, it's nothing wrong with expecting a level of professionalism and understanding and, and, and coming to a, a mutual agreement about somebody who you're paying your money to. Right. And no, you, of course you will want, but the thing is, I'm not saying that because that one black person doesn't fit you, you're going to say, well, I'm just going to go back to no, the, to no, the, the regular, the, you know, the people who've been doing whatever for me because it was this way. No. no. Find you another absolutely. black person that's professional because they are professional black people that do it. So if, if we saying by black, find you a professional black. Don't just support any black business that doesn't, you know, fit up to your standards because they don't want to or they're not capable of doing things. Like, I'm not going to buy... I'm not gonna buy less quality something from black person because they're black. No, I will. I, I will support a a move a company that's on the um, uprise that's growing. I'm like, oh, I see the potential. If, you know, if you know me, you know I've been through many different hairstylists, makeup artists, uh, regular style clothing stylists, uh, nail technicians. Like I've been through many, and I continuously support black people. I am really grateful that at this point I found a team of individuals that really they first of all they want to see me win so that makes a big difference right they want to see me win and so they're showing up knowing that they are a part of this movement that we're in and their job is to help me be a little bit more comfortable and look better so I, I have to say that about my team because they are the bomb but at the end of the day what I find to your point about less quality it's the people who have the, they know how to do hair really well. They the ones that don't want to show up on time. They're the ones that have an attitude that they are the star of the, of the chair. Like it's not, you are supposed to be working for people. You know where else I've had issues? Black contractors. And by the way, I found many trash contractors and I'm talking about contractors, not, I'm talking about like for your home, for renovations or whatever, construction workers. I have found that there's like some issues there, especially with women hiring car uh, dealership, uh, car dealers. Like you just get treated unprofessionally. Well, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think it happens with white, when black women hire white men to do the same thing. They treat you unprofessional. So it's well, but but it's it's a different. Yeah, that's true, and, and I'm not gonna say white. Because well, I'm saying other. Not, I'm saying well, not yeah, just white. Well, I'm saying outside of the black race, right? Because I, I've gone, about. I've gone to get services outside of the black race, and, and felt like somebody just then they'll ask you, "You sure you can afford this?" They ask you questions like, That's "So you, true. so you got to ask, what is it? What professionalism are you looking for? Are you, are you comfortable with being marginalized or treated like you're not even supposed to be there by somebody that's not your race, or you want to deal with?" some of the level of incompetence to where, you know, they're not doing certain things that you want them to do. They're I'm laughing because you know me. 
Yeah. I'm not going to deal with any of so that's everybody what, that I spend my money with is going to do when I go to a restaurant. Um, but I just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much like the worst. You just want to hide your face because she'll sit there and if the silverware is not clean and the lady's walking by, don't, don't not hear her the first time because she says, excuse me. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. This this civil is not coming. She know she does. It's not. It's very. It's, it's just the octaves. Is very raised. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. This civil is not clean, and, and, and this table is not clean, and the table is not clean. I don't understand why. It's not. No, but the thing is this. And then she'll eat the food and say, "This food. What? I'm, I'm not going to take it back. But the food was cold. You know, I asked for a certain thing. It didn't get that. But don't worry about it. Or then she'll say, "You know what?" I'm just trying to help I'm just them gonna be better. It. I'm trying to help them be great. And then she'll she'll get something and be like, "No, I don't. This is not done properly. I asked you for I asked you for a drink, and I said no salt, and it tastes like you poured it back in and with the salt on it. I don't want you to pour it back in with the salt on it. I want it to have no salt. I want a new drink. I don't want this one poured into a new. Like everyone knows this about. This is what she does. But I don't. But the but the, a good point that you made is that I do not ask for a discount or that just because I didn't love it that I now don't want to pay. I don't do that. I just tell them, listen, I ate the food or I did, you know, I I, I participated. I partake in the I meal partake. or whatever. But I don't appreciate these things that happen. And hopefully they will make changes. And sometimes I go back. But see, I learned the service business specifically from going to Sylvia's restaurant in Harlem since I was a kid. I'm not saying it's perfect. Nothing is perfect, okay? Because my son was a busboy there, and I used to have to get on him like, uh, move it, move it. But he knows how hard he worked and how much they worked towards excellence. Sylvia, the owner of the restaurant, God rest her soul. And you know, the family runs and yeah. operates every single level of the business from the chefs to the, the, the administration to the event planning and all of that. I learned from them. One, touch and feel your customers. Miss Sylvia, as I said, God rest her soul, she used to go to every single table in that restaurant herself, not the manager, not the whomever. She went and walked around and made sure that people were good at the tables, touch and feel, talk to them. How did you like it? It wasn't hot. Oh, no, you're not going to eat that and it's not hot. We put throwing that out. We getting you something else. Her children learned that. And her, all her grandchildren, which you know, there are many of my three GW cousins, and they love you and love us and 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 and, and it's family. When yeah. you go there as a cousin who might be coming from out of town, and you think you're gonna sit down at the bar when they get busy, they get up from eating with their own friends. They could be in a meeting doing something that is not working for the restaurant. They're not all on the payroll. They get up. They start moving tables, busting things down, taking care of business because that's how they were trained that the only way this business will sustain itself where they have now purchased half the block, more than half the block, um, is because we all have to participate in the excellence, the movement for excellence for the black race. And well, that's what I want to see. Well, I appreciate that. I and I, I agree. But, the you know. And it started with no money, no resources. She was frying chicken in a, with a little a little counter. Okay? I think I think that's a lost art. You know, I think customer service is really a lost art. A lot of, most people are so frustrated that they have a job. Most people aren't working in professions and in places where they actually enjoy doing it. Right. So they mad that they there. You walk up to them and they're like, okay, what you want? You know, there's no trying to... 
I think when she started her business, it was her passion. It was a different thing. You know, it was her love. She like, this is my. I'm gonna cook my food. I'm gonna have my people in here. So it's different. And I think we have to get back to that. You know, we have to expect excellence. We want people to get into jobs that they enjoy, that mm-hmm. they love doing. You know, customer service is very important. If you have yeah. a service business. Customer service is very important. I'm trying to explain to you. Because you always say, why people don't do business? They just don't do good. Why? Because it's the worst thing. Nobody wants to do janky business. Nobody wants to, you say you're going to do something and you don't do it or you don't call. They got to call you a thousand times. It's not done properly. Like, I just want to get back to us doing business properly. There was a time where you can expect that if somebody said they was going to do something, they did it. So, Let's get back to good customer yeah, service. Good business. Good business. I'm telling you, that's a that is like a, that should be a movement by itself. It should. It should. Be doing good business. It definitely we all should. can learn. We all can learn. We all can do better. I know for me, I certainly am learning and growing and the experience. And you know, I do not like mess associated with my name. And the issue that we had with the Until Freedom merch taught me a lesson of one. Sometimes we might want to listen to my song. Just Duh. every now and then. Duh. And my song knows what he's talking about. To listen to my song. You, you know might know a little bit about a little bit. I mean, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. It taught me is the whole, which we know that preparation is key. And so being prepared. Preparation and- prevents poor performance. Poor performance. Okay. Well, that's good. What else is going on? The streets is talking. The streets are always talking. I tell you every week, the streets talk too damn much. That's a fact. That's why so many people are going to jail. And that brings me into <laughs> That's why people what the streets are talking about. Because it's too much talking. Because yeah, it's too much talking. So, scamming. You yeah. know, holidays, people trying to figure out how they're going to get the PS5. You know, they're trying to get the new jacket, you know, the new fashion. Mm. Kids want all types of toys. And a lot of people are focusing on scamming it's a it's a new thing it's like a trend Mm. you know somebody knows somebody to get it for cheap that'll swipe it if you give them this and that you know and and i'm hoping that our kids understand that this right here is one of the biggest ways that they get you Mm -hmm. you know this is this is why i say that poverty is violence Mm -hmm. you know because when you don't have you try to figure out ways to cut corners Mm. and you get caught up in certain things and what we do through this holiday season, you know, if you out here scamming, it's going in about three or four months, you're going to be in a prison cell. Yeah, it's real dangerous because, first of all, you're, we're talking about the holiday season, but actually, this scamming issue has been going on for a little bit longer, which is throughout this whole time when. With the uh, what's those the the loans the PPE the, the, no no the stimulus money I know that there have been people applying for Ooh. unemployment that that actually didn't have a job. I see more money in the hood than I've ever seen. Yeah, with some yeah. Of, and and that's why some people were like, oh, we like Trump. They don't know it takes Congress to actually help you know to get to put exactly. a stimulus package forward. Um, and of course. Other branches of government and the president and all those individuals have to come together and agree on it. But the president, Donald Trump, did not give us a dime. Okay, it doesn't work like that. Um, But anyway, that's I digress from that. The point of the matter is that I see it, too. Right. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like we don't see people moving around with things that people that have five dollars yesterday. They got about 
500,000. And no job because this Nothing. is a pandemic. It's a pandemic. It's not even now. There's some folks who just came up because their ideas, yeah. um, you know, some of their innovative strategies to make money have actually worked. And I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I saw this post that said, um, this pandemic will will make well, this pandemic will show you who can make it and who's broken, basically, who couldn't make it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically was talking even more in the post about how people with innovative ideas would be able to make a lot of money during this time. And those people who might have had popping businesses that don't know how to pivot, right? They will, you'll see them decline. Their yes. business will decline. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Yeah. One, the struggle of this moment, you see so many businesses. I mean, it is so heartbreaking. It is. Man. We have been away living in Kentucky, which, by the way, even there in, in Louisville, businesses boarded up, you know, so people struggling. They're saying that at least in New York, that 50% of the, the businesses won't even reopen. reopen. When we came back to New York and I just had to, like, run downtown for something, I was looking around like... What everything it looks is, like is I'm closed. legend now, so. Yo, things are closed, and and the, and some of the places like you talking about delis and restaurants that are long standing, like they are, they become staples. Everybody goes to these yeah. um these establishments, and to have them closing down because of a COVID. pandemic, but yeah. not even just a pandemic. It was the Trump pandemic. Because of the way in which the the pandemic was actually being handled, and still to well, this not day, handled, actually. not being handled exactly. You know, somebody said, uh, I saw. You know, my, you know, Instagram is like, um, <laughs> like the news. It is. Uh, it's but I saw some someone say say that. Who was it? It was somebody important to us that there has not even been a day of mourning. That this administration has organized. Like when almost 300,000 people die, yeah. the president of the United States supposed is say, supposed to stop everything and, and, and have people come together to pray and mourn those who have lost, who, who we have lost. But that would take leadership. You know, that would take a level of understanding of presidentialism. You know, you know, I create my word. Yeah. Presidentialism, you know, which. Which the president, the but is current, it is it just leadership or do you have to have a heart? All of those things, you know. But even if, but my thing is this: even if you don't have a heart, you have a common sense to know if I really want to have a, be a leader, then I would have to, you know, let the people believe. At least, you no, know, even just even fake. fake even it. if you was faking it, yeah. you don't even need a heart. Fake it because you understand it's the right thing to do. Right. Even if you didn't even agree, just say, you know what. These people, people are dying. Let's show that we actually care. Let's have a day of mourning. Let's, you know, let's let's celebrate the families who lost. Let's, you know, console the families who lost. This this president has never had. No. Any, he doesn't have. He doesn't cool. want to act like. He doesn't have common sense. He doesn't have reasonable discernment. There's so many things that Trump lacks that I don't even. I just we not we not even we not want to talk about Trump because. You know he he doesn't want to even believe. He doesn't want people to He's believe. Gone. That the uh, pandemic exists. Oh, That's yeah. the real thing. It's like trying to ignore it. Yeah, it's there, but it's not that important. And so we're not going to talk about it. But again, 
All of these folks have died and we as a country, we as a nation have not paused to acknowledge and support. People lost their mother, their father, uh, their kids. People lost three and Whole four families. In, in one family. Like, yeah. it's, it's terrible. And, you know, <laughs> it's just terrible. So with that being said, the streets better know that in a few months, to your point, the indictments is coming down. I see them all the time. Well, man. we've been seeing them. You know, like damn, my boy Casanova got caught up in an indictment. Her G Herbo caught up in an indictment for actually supposedly swiping credit cards, allegedly. Allegedly. You know, so it's like this is what happens. You know, these the system is strategic. You know, they're not giving you anything for free, young boy. You out there, you scamming. You running in these clubs and you buying bottles and you you going into these these establishments and you think you getting over? No, they just building up a a jacket for you, man. They building up your file and they letting you think you getting away. And then what happens is when things open back up, the feds got fresh cases they looking for, mm -hmm. and they need new people in themselves. And they coming to get you because your fingerprint is all over the world. And scamming to me is the scary. Like I don't understand scamming crime. Yeah, they walk in with it's their a face on the camera. You have a digital fingerprint. Mm -hmm. You understand? You literally leaving your face. You leave it, and then you saying, "I ain't doing somebody else is doing." Now you you now you yeah. think somebody else they go tell on you? Yo, he gave me this. This is it. Doesn't make sense, man. I think common sense ain't common so much, man. I'm just saying, look, be smart, man. Don't get something that's gonna get you. It, they say it all the time. Trouble is the easiest thing to get into and the hardest thing to get out of. Right. So instead of scamming, be an entrepreneur. Figure out how to get multiple streams of income. Mm. Create something different. You know what I'm saying? The same energy that you put into doing something illegal that's going to probably end you in prison, put that same energy into doing something positive that is legal. You know, I, I realized being in the streets that when I was doing negative things and I was putting all of this energy into negativity... When I decided to switch and put that same energy into something that I didn't have to run from the police and I didn't have to worry about whether somebody was going to arrest me or knock on my door, I got even more results. Right. You know, and right. I would next guess is a classic example of that. Yes. You know, yes. Mr. Bad Boy, Bad Boy turned turn entrepreneur, entrepreneur, tech. That's right. You know, he's in cannabis. He's in so many different things, man. Like he's like a young mogul, man. I, I you know watching Ray J over the years from sex tapes to beefs with this one to you know his multiple relationships <laughs> relationships, relationships. Um, um, entanglement entanglement <laughs> multiple entanglements man and just watching him navigate through that being entertained by him to see him grow into this entrepreneur that you know is doing all this big stuff in tech is just. Is motivational. It is. You know, and it shows us where we can come from, man. So I hope a lot of you young kids pay attention. Pay attention to how you say Because you can make money. You can Money, listen. You can make money. When you money. realize that, I was having this conversation yesterday, and I was like, yo, when you realize how easy it is to make money, when you focus on the right thing, and I think in our communities, we was always taught that the only way to make money was pretty much three, especially in marginalized communities, like three ways. You had to be into some crime, sell some drugs. You had to be a rapper. 
or you had to play a sport. Right. You know, so everybody those are, else was hard. Everybody they had else to work too hard. Too hard. You seen your yeah. mother going to work and you didn't want to do that. Yeah. But when you start to realize how many different things and ways that it you is can make money. that you can make money, it is it's eye opening. It is so eye opening. It just gives you breath of life. And that's why we have our brother Ray J joining us Ray today. Ray J is joining us that's today. Right. Before we go to the next segment and have our special guest join, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's how we own it! So I don't really celebrate Christmas, but... It's Christmas. Now, one thing I will say is that more businesses are investing in this idea of the Black Lives Matter movement right now. Yes, it is. It's not nearly enough. Um, we won't claim it as being some type of victory. Just throwing a few million, few thousand dollars at the problem. There has to actually be a commitment. And the companies have to change. If Black Lives Matter, it needs to matter from your corporate boardroom all the way down to how people are being tre treated um, you know, on the floor 
actually producing your product or working in your stores. And so there's a lot of work that still has to be done there. And I don't think that we have returned to a space where it's time for us to start spending this $1.4 trillion that Black people spend every year without some real demands for our money. However, um, you know, people still going to buy Christmas gifts. That's the bottom line. It's, yeah, people got kids. And kids, you know, for me, like, I personally don't celebrate Christmas yeah. because, you know, understanding the history of it and, you know, and one of the things that we we said at the march was, you know, we want to take Christmas back from Santa Claus and give it back to Christ. Like, we didn't know. say that at the march. Well, I said You that. said, I that, said that, that in that amazing, amazing spoken word that you did. It was, was it, a, it was a speech. It was a speech, was spoken a speech word. It was a speech in a spoken in word form. fashion, yes. form, right? Um, and you said that, let's take the Santa Claus out of Christmas and give it back to Christ, yeah. right? And so, um, but still people are buying gifts. And so if you're going to buy, buy, buy black. black. Buy blackity black, black, black. The blackity black. That's why we're on the Black Effect Network. Right. Blackity black, blackity buy black. black. That's right. Yes, ma'am. And so um, our next guest is someone who is has been a real, true uh, advocate for black entrepreneurship. Yep. In fact, when we were with him recently, uh, he, he, he was like, yeah, you know, I can get into the political discussion all day. But I also want to talk about black banks, black business, where we can really focus on economic development and how that plays a role in addressing the concerns that our communities have because we need to be self-sustainable, right? Yep. We need to be self-sustained. Um, and, uh, and and I think one of the ways is to in continue to increase um, our, our you, you know, continue to use our buying power um, as an opportunity, not just taking money away, but We're putting money putting in. Money it's in. acknowledging them. You know, what we don't do is acknowledge our buying power. We utilize our buying right. power because we all go out and buy anything. We're the number one consumers in the world. And we trillions of dollars right. that we spend, especially during these holidays. You know, so if we start to redirect that money back into our communities mm -hmm. and make sure that we are making sure that people that look like us, that come from our exact same realities, you know, are benefiting right. from our spending, then at that point we can change our reality. Because right. I always say that poverty is violence. Mm -hmm. You know, the number one cause of violence for me is poverty. Yeah. The number one cause of anything that's negatively affecting black people comes from poverty. Yeah. So we can't we can't be comfortable with poverty. I was having a conversation the other day and some people some person said that we've gotten comfortable with the struggle and we we, we, we only embrace the struggle in poverty. Mm. You know, and, and it's it's a it's a mentality that we because we've struggled so long that we've embraced it. And, you know, we try to make yeah. we but try to make it's not cool. It's not cool. And we don't so, believe in and it. We don't we believe don't in it. it at all. At all. Poverty not at all. is not OK. It is violence. It's I definitely agree. violence. And I kind of went off, you know, we just kind of drifted off into our critical analysis of this whole exactly. issue about uh, spending money during this holiday season. And let's just clarify I love Christmas. I do. I love Christ, obviously. And I'm a, a Christian. Um, and it has my, my, the fact that I don't celebrate Christmas has absolutely nothing to do with um, me being sort of like against or, I think or that, being I, a I religious think, thing. I think for us, it's not really celebrate. I just, we don't we tradition. Christmas. Exactly. We, we celebrate do. it. We but we don't, we don't believe in having to spend all of our money in the commercialization of Christmas. Of Christmas. That's mm -hmm. what yes. I don't participate in. 
and I w we went off, you know, into a lot and did not bring um, on our guest, oh, who guess. I'm so happy to have today. And if you are going to spend money, like we said, buy black, buy black, spend it with our own people. Yeah. We don't have to go run out and get our headsets and all of that, all of our tech um, equipment from Apple, which is great. We we support Apple too, but there are actually black brands um, who are putting out products that are just as good. That's and right. one of them is uh, by our brother Ray J, who is with us right now. And Raycon is his product that yes, is actually doing really, really well. So again, during this Christmas season, let's buy black and support our own family. What's up, Ray J? What's up, baby? Oh man, that's love. I appreciate that, y'all. Thank y'all for having me, man. That's a blessing. To let people know that and let people know about the company. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yes, sir. So give us, let us know. You know, you crossed the crossover from TV and music into tech entrepreneurship. Like that's that's something that we have to celebrate. You know, you started as a personality and then understanding how everybody else is getting rich, how everybody else, other you know, cultures are getting rich, and and you tapped into that. Explain to the the process. How did you get into the field of getting into tech well um well i started and I, st I started just kind of running my own company when i was when i was uh went on for my second album uh radiation the first album was with atlantic records and i had a song called wait a minute um with little kim that was like my first big record but i started to kind of figure out how to run my own business and create my own template through marketing mm -hmm. from just being turned down a lot man the labels you know dropping me and um and you know just kind of being out there just alone and, and then, you know, you, you kind of like ask God for help. And then your mom, my mom and dad, let me borrow some money. And um, and that's when I made the album Radiation. And so I really just went guns blazing with that. And I found out how to create my own template through music. And um, eventually it was it wasn't it wasn't giving me the return that I wanted. I was spending a lot of time doing music and putting all my soul and all my pain and passion into the music. But the return was kind of not it wasn't enough for the time. So I just said, man, it's got to be another way. I felt like there was something else out there. And then that's when we started venturing into tech and got into the Scooty bike and then um, eventually sold that company uh, to a Canadian company um, named Loop. Great company. Uh, Scooty bikes uh, trading right now on the TSXV and on the OTC. Mm. And, um, and then I just went into Raycon. Man, I needed a product that I felt people can afford. I mm. felt it was a it was a wide open lane. You know, Drake kind of dominated on the ear on the head, headphone side. But the earbuds is just something new something new it was something you know it was on the cutting edge of, of being successful so we just took a dive at it and um and three years later man we we, we scale in every year heavy heavy we just did um we did over four million in sales in the past uh four days over this over the black friday cyber monday weekend mm -hmm. and um that scaled 4x from last year so we've been you know everything's been moving man god is good we still got a long way to go when we when we first had this conversation a couple weeks ago and you was talking we wanted to talk about politics and you say yo I want to sit down and talk about politics but I want to talk about having black banks mm -hmm. like let's talk yeah. about the finances and how those are the things that we really need to focus on like so what, I think what we is need to definitely tap in I mean I think it's something important I think everything that we're doing is right from uh raising awareness to, to to marching to to uh you know really just really trying to make sure that we get what we deserve, um, but also in, in the financial department too. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't even think there's like four or five actual black families that own a bank in America. I mm -hmm. think there's like maybe fourteen minorities total, mm -hmm. total. And I might, I have the number like wrong, but it's around in that area. Mm -hmm. 
but we don't own banks, you know, and I think we should focus on owning banks, being bank owners also, you know, uh, being stronger in stocks, um, just being more educated. I think if people knew what this stuff was and how simple certain things are and it's not so complicated, I think people will dive in and start using their skills and what they're good at in different in different sectors of the world. You know, it, it, sports is cool and gaming is great, too. Um, but coding is, is great. I mean, it's just so many different things people can do in the tech business or, um, you know, even in real estate. I just think we need to we need to be educated more every day on our financial side of things, mm-hmm. not just not just, you know, I mean, it's, I can't say not just because, the, you know, what what's happening to us is, is extremely wrong. And I think that us changing the narrative on that is, is, is up first. So we've got to get that done. But also there has to be an open mind to, to make sure our financial structure is in play. I'm not just hearing, oh, Ray J has a, a, a great earbuds, but I'm hearing business. I'm hearing employees. I'm hearing the, the sustainability of our communities based upon um, this this revenue driving that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's important. It's important to put people in play. Like I got all of my team in play and most of my right hands are all on, on payroll for, from, from my companies. Um, and then, you know, you got health benefits, you got all of these extra things that come with it. So, you know, I definitely want to make sure that I tap into to the people that I know are creative that that is, you know, it just in my culture, hands down, because it's it, it, I, I try to tell people like people love us. Right. They love us in tech. Like, you know, you don't have to come in a meeting with a suit on. Come in with a white T-shirt on some sweats and some flip flops and a great idea. Mm. That's all you need. You know what I'm saying? And, t- and, and speak the way you speak. Hit them with the slang. Hit them with the oop if you want to at the end of the, at the end of the pitch. They love that, you know what I mean? Because as long as the product is good and you being yourself, you can't lose, you know, you can't lose being yourself. What is the conversation? What is the movement that we all sit down and come up with a collective plan mm-hmm. to change the things that we see that are wrong? Like, okay, we all need to own, we need to own a black bank. What is the process? What is the steps that we need to do? We need to own black banks. We need to get everybody into tech. We need to start focusing on coding. Like, what do you think that's going to take for us to get to that stage? I think I think we we gotta we gotta speak it out kind of like how we protest. Right. You know, I, I think it's gotta be it's gotta be a movement. You know, and they gotta know that there's something you know positive come gonna come out of the movement. You know, and I think if you just if people are are understanding that, like if you go on Instagram and you have two hundred just two hundred people or a hundred people in in your Instagram, a hundred people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. Right. Like people go, you only got a hundred only a hundred people in your house. It can't happen, right? A hundred people getting together and marching or moving or programming or putting something in people's ear every day, a hundred turns into 300. Just the people that we talk to every day online, you can create these movements and you can even create blockchains with just the 300 people inside of, you know, your Instagram following, right? And then create businesses through these, through these power plays of 200 and 300 people. Um, I just think the numbers are there. I think people just have to use the numbers that they have, whether it's 10, whether it's 20, 30, 50, right, and try to bundle us all up and come up with a plan. So when we all say go, mm-hmm. we go together. You know yeah. what I mean? And when we all say no, that's the most important. No. When we say no, it's no. We can't say no. We're going to all say no. And then a couple people say, nah, but I got to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's got to be complete. And if not, you know, I just think that there's just a lot of work we got to do until it's there. To it, the it, it might not happen this year. Might not happen next year, but as long as we keep showing them the way and doing stuff like what we're doing to open the door, you know, it's inevitable. What about music? Are you 
are you retired and you just into tech or are we gonna get a Ray J album soon <laughs> or single? Yeah, no, so 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 I um so I look at everything as numbers now, right? So I put out the album Radiation with One Wish. Um it just sold over I think five hundred thousand albums now. Mm. Um it's gold. And so what I did was I want to scale that album. So I put out another album called Radiation X is what I'm releasing top of the year. It has new, all new songs, all new new beats on One Wish, Melody, all the classic songs. We redid them, made them just epic, like 2021 versions. And Radiation X, the anniversary album, would be out top of the year. All right, well, I'm going I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a feature from you. Oh, Lord. You know, I need you to sing a also, dope chorus. Listen, whatever y'all doing for the holidays with the charity, I was serious when we were yeah. in um in Arizona. Like I wanna we wanna we wanna support it. Raycon wants to help, you know what I mean? Yeah. So whatever wherever whatever we gotta put in to make sure that we um we did our thing, let me know we when we get off the line. You know? We do. We're we gonna make sure we get your investment, man. Now you know for I gotta sure. just Absolutely. ask I have to ask this one question, right? Because what I love about you, and I think I, I sort of share this same attitude that you know we're not just one dimensional you talked about that we got a lot of things going on but now someone would people would say why be on love and hip-hop if you are doing all these other great things and making money like you're not hurting for money we know that right well i'm happy that's a, and that's the one of the best questions anybody has ever asked me nobody's ever asked me this question <laughs> Here you, hey, that's why you came to that's street why politicians. You came to street politicians, baby. I'm, I, and it, it's the it's one of the best questions. The reason why is because I freaking love it. Mm. That's what you like said. when you when you well listen when you break the ice and you, like we started this reality show stuff like we 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 were in the beginning in the forefront of breaking the ice. And loving hip hop has been number one since day one. Love for the love of Ray J been number one. Brandy and Ray J family business. Bad girls all star battle. I mean I could keep going right. This is what I love to do. When you watch you in this show, you is such a comfort zone. You understand yeah, what I'm, I'm saying? Like you look, you always in the same comfort zone. You don't look rattled. You don't look, you and you don't look like you doing it's it for TV. Almost like I got my socks off. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it like like he rattling people. Yeah. But we ain't gonna talk about that. Yeah, we ain't even gonna talk about the, the scandals and all that. We leave it. I love, I love reality. I love reality. I was able to produce four new shows on a new network called Zeus Network. VH1, Viacom. Y'all know y'all got first party. I love y'all. I would never do nothing wrong. But Zeus Network, we got it. We just did the Bad Girls All Star. I mean, the Bad Girls franchise. We did one more chance uh, with Chance. We did the conversation with me and Princess Masika and Hazel, A1 and Lyrica. Now we got three more crazy ones coming. Um, so producing shows and and, mm. and and putting them on the board, that's what we do. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what I love to do. That's a hobby of mine. It's, it's fun. We appreciate yeah. the education today. Um, what you're talking about is exactly where we need to go, especially with young black boys. Um, and, and of course, you know, young women in tech is an issue that has to be addressed, but our boys, we're watching them. Yeah. We're losing them on the streets, people being killed. Um, you know, our young kids not really knowing what to do. And especially in this moment when the pandemic has caused so many of, you know, our kids to have to go in their homes. They don't necessarily have the touch and feel of being in an environment that, and, and it's not even like the school was doing that much for them in the first place, because a lot of them were yeah. already being lost, but definitely now. And so how we bring these messages to these young kids, that's something that we need to focus on because they're the future, they're the wave. And we appreciate you so much for coming 
to street politicians today. Yes. Next time you Thank come you. back, we're going to talk about your new, um, the relationship show that we've heard about and try to figure out what's mm-hmm. going on with your love life. Your brother. love life. Okay. Yeah, listen, all I can say is pray for it. Pray for it. <laughs> I'm praying. But I want to ask pray one more it. question before we go because they just cut me off. But I just want to okay. know, before you, you leave, before you leave, I know you got things to no, do. I got all the time in the world. Look, he got time for us. Man. First, he's going to give me my song. He's going to make it. Listen, come saying, y'all on. Y'all a big deal out here. We, everybody look up to y'all out here. Everybody. Well, y'all we a big look up deal to you. out here. Well, we appreciate I that. I swear King. to God, y'all a big deal out here. For real. Y'all doing great things. Big positive things, man. Well, thank, thank you. you. But I want to know this. Do you have like any regrets throughout your career? Like When you look back and you see things, because a lot of people say, no, everything made me better, so I don't regret anything. Do you feel like it's anything throughout your career that's happened that you regret? I had some regrets, man. I went through some great depressions, um, some dark ones, you know. I mean, just the decisions I made, like I felt like, you know, when you make a plan, and I learned this over time, when it's the plan, stick to the plan. Because, um, you know, after every first single I would release, you would see I kind of stalled and nothing kind of happened. That was because I made, I, I always changed the plan, I think, right? Like, like the last three days of it. So with, wait a minute, I was supposed to come out with a song called Out the Ghetto for real wanted me to come out with. Smash record, classic. It gave the album a balance, but I wanted to stay turned up and that decision wasn't right. And so the whole album crumbled. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with One Wish, I had One Wish. We were at the top right there where we needed to be. The next song was Melody. Mm-hmm. I decided to go with what I need at the final seconds and it didn't work out right. And those two decisions kind of like messed me up inside because you got to... You, you saw everybody else continue to soar. Mm. And just because I was stubborn and I didn't listen and I didn't want to give myself a balance where I had the, the turned up song and then you had the song with substance, you know, that's very important. I didn't, I didn't get that at the time and I, I fell hard, you know what I'm saying? And so now looking back at that, I know that being cool and trying to be, you know, with the streets or making sure the homies think you cool, all that shit don't matter. It don't matter at all. Cause they, they don't even think about that. They want right. to get out. They want to do positive things. Mm-hmm. They want to go out. And be and be positive. So I think just those things I regretted. You know, I regretted the fabulous fight. You know, and then it turned into being like an epic moment. I, I inducted them into the Hall of Fame. So it just you know certain things yes. bother you at a certain time, and then later it evolves into something more positive. But I do have some regrets. But I'm I'm happy that God got me here today and it made me stronger. But over time, I, I regretted. God got you here. Today. Dope, man. I appreciate that. that's that's young boys. That's a testimony, man. When you hear. That's what evolution looks like when you understand. Yeah, and you, you can identify. be turned up, fam. You can still be turned up and do tech. You could do all this tech turned up. Like they like it. Get out there and be yourself. Go out there and find a tech business. Go out there and look at some of these products online. They wholesale products. They they're 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 white label. So you can take a bike that's online and buy a wholesale and put your name on it. It's your bike. Yes. It's, yeah. You know, look up white label products that you can just slap your name on. Start with that yeah. and then grow, you know? And then grow. We appreciate you, King, man. Thanks for all the jewels. You know, we continue to do your thing, man. We, we're going to see you in this Forbes list next year. That's right. You know, we talking. Mm-hmm. Anytime. We're talking it. Blessing. Yes, sir. For man. sure. Yep. But listen, um, and then let's talk. Let's talk. Y'all hit me. Hit my line. And then let's figure out how right. I can be a part of uh, all the stuff going on. I'm um, giving back to the community this 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 month. Don't don't worry. We got you. Follow we up. definitely going to follow up with that. Thanks I appreciate you, okay. King. Love. Thank Peace. you, man. Salute to both of y'all. Peace. God bless y'all. All right. All right. Peace. Before we go to the next segment and have our special guest join, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you know our local activist hour, my the most special time of the entire show for me. Yes. For me, it just means a lot that we bring people on every single show and allow them to talk about the things that's happening in their communities, things that they're working on. But you know, in this particular situation, mm-hmm. although she wears the hat of being an activist extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. But she is a candidate extraordinaire right now. For city council in Queens, New York. Yes, and she is. That is our dear sister. Our dear sister, Natasha <laughs> Williams, aka Nan Nan. Nan Nan. <laughs> What's happening, Queen? Nothing much. Thank you all so much for giving me this platform. I think that's one of the things that I admire about you all so much is that you're not selfish about what you do. You're always willing to reach out and and bring people along your journey. So I just appreciate y'all and love y'all for giving me this platform and sharing, sharing this. So you ran before. Tell us about that experience, all that happened um, and why do it again? Yeah. um, Yeah. I ran before and, you know, it's, 
it's only now that I realize how much uh, naive I was, how much I was really a, a junior candidate, still wet behind the ears, because um, I feel so much more mature and aligned this go around. And I ran the first time because I still had that same passion and fire to play a role in our decision-making. Because as you said, I, I believe I like to be the connector. Um, and I think that activism and people who are on the front lines are extremely important. And it is my goal to connect that um, fire and that energy to places of power. Like that's just my thing. I feel like I was sort of born to do that. And so having that experience um, having those connections, I wanted to leverage that and leverage my experience in Albany to really shape change, um, different type of change, not what we're used to. And there was an opportunity, uh, the woman, um, the assembly member had passed away in the seat. And so I decided to run. I quickly realized how much I was a government operative and not a political operative, because mm. those are two different things. Um, and I did not uh, obviously get the seat, but I lost by like less than 1% of the vote. And I did no, you not guys have a, how many votes? How many how votes? Many votes because you know I it say was it like two hundred and like fifty something. Right. Wow. Less than three hundred um, votes was made the difference. Votes. So this idea that voting doesn't matter and my vote doesn't count is is it's not true because in your situation, if three hundred more people would have gone to the polls, yep. you would have won. I really believe in divine um, alignment mm -hmm. and you know it wasn't my time I was went on as you know Tamika to work with you on the women's march which is amazing I met so many people and I was able to grow as a leader um, double down on my own advocacy and learn things um, develop be more mature um, and so I'm, I'm happy uh, to have had those experiences and I wouldn't have had those experiences if I would have won. Um, and so here I am again running for office. It's an open seat in the 27th Council District, which is in Southeast Queens. It covers Cambria Heights, Queens Village, Hollis, St. Albans, parts of Jamaica, and parts of Springfield Gardens. And again, I still have that same passion, but at the core of why I really want to run for office is because I think people need to believe that change is possible. Um, and I think we're seeing that if you look at what has transpired over the last couple of months, but we need people in office that understand um, what is happening on the grounds and that are really gonna push a bold agenda mm -hmm. and work with all people to do that. I believe in the inside outside game. Um, and so I'm just excited to bring a different energy and to inspire and educate people to be more involved. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's, I love to go out and protest. I, I love to support protesting, but after we protest or in between protesting, like let's figure out who is in a position of power um, to really uh, make those changes we want to see. Fantastic. I do believe that you will, that you can and will win. Um, I know one thing that if people want to see folks like you, a person who is an activist and organizing, as you said, a government operator or operative, somebody who understands the ins and out of government and can apply a strategy that uh, includes the streets in the dialogue, you know, and make sure that you take the radical vision of community and bring it to government offices. When we, that's what we say we want. And when we see someone like you who has all of those great things operating at once, we should fund it. We should make sure that we support you, not just in rhetoric, not just in words, but that we support you financially. So you said that the max out is how much? 
So the city has a really good program. It's matching funds. So for every dollar that um, someone in New York gives, the city gives $8. Um, the maximum an individual can give is $1,000. My fundraising goals uh, for January 1st is to raise $50,000. Um, and I need to meet that goal. And I'm working really hard to do that. So yes, any support you can give. Um, monetarily is greatly, greatly appreciated. So we, if we, somebody gives you a thousand dollars, then they're gonna give you eight thousand, so it'd be nine thousand. There's no, there's the one caveat about that. So okay, the maximum one can get some numbers, get it right. They'll only match up to hundred and seventy-five dollars. Okay. Oh, okay. But the max out still is a thousand. So at least people should try to give you about a hundred and seventy-five dollars because you will yes. get. Eight times the matching funds for a, a $175 donation. People can give from anywhere around the country. This idea of local people running for office in different cities is a movement that needs to be connected. Like we should be funding people. I give money all over the country to people who are not in my community. Of course, you know, with certain types of budgets, people can only give $20, $30 to the person that's actually in their community. And that's important as well. But if we are able to give outside of our communities to people running in different parts of the country, right. what we're doing is like, it's like we're putting a team in place across the nation that can come with new ideas and new energy. So I'm definitely gonna max out. I'm gonna make Max, uh, Max. I'm gonna make my son Max you out. You ain't gotta as make well. me this, and yeah. this is Nan Nan. Nah, but you, you, you and Angelo, y'all don't like to know give that. money, huh? Please, but it's Nan Nan. I ain't gonna give my money to anybody. This is Nan Nan, though. <laughs> right. Thank you. And you can check out my webpage for more information. It's www.natasha2021.com. And it's natasha2021.com on all social media platforms. You heard her. Go all to right. the website. There you go. We Peace. City Council in Queens. Queen. Take care, Natasha. We love you. Right. I love you more. Bye. Peace. Natasha's dope. Natasha is awesome, man. She really is. And, and the more that you, if you, listen, go follow her. She put her website up there. Donate 1175 so they can match it. You know, we can't, we can't complain if we don't activate. Right. Like our sister That's Leslie, Leslie Redman, another one of That's our dope right. sisters says, don't complain, activate. So, yeah. you know, we got to support Natasha. Support Natasha. She's a great leader. Natasha's going to go out. She's going to go forward in, in life doing really big things. Really big and things. And I have to say that when people see me, right, and they say, they celebrate me and they go, oh, Tamika Mallory, you know, whatever, you're doing amazing things. There's a team of individuals that helped to hold me up. And Natasha is one of those people that when I'm in the clutch, one, and two, when I'm in difficult situations, I can depend on Natasha to help me with a strategic plan because she is a strategist. She and so um, I hope people support her. I know we will be supporting her. And that money is important. When you run for office, it's about money and votes. That's, That's it. it. Ain't nothing else. That's money the and bottom votes. line. Money and votes. And we need to make sure that she gets the money and then also the votes. The money. The money. Brings me to my I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, we're in the holidays, right? Yeah. And we're in a pandemic. We have a pandemic. Why spend a bunch of money on clothes, all types of 
vehicle, all these things, when we can't even go nowhere. <laughs> we can't go nowhere, and you can't afford it. You can't afford it. Yo, you know it. what I mean? Like, I ne- for the life of me, I always try to figure out why after the holidays, people go into debt. You know what I'm saying? You don't bought $1,000 worth of stuff, and you don't got no money to pay your rent. People are like, y'all need to borrow rent money. What? That's the- like, for mm-hmm. how are you borrowing this rent money? I'm not going to lie. After you just spent $1,000 on a bunch of stuff that you don't even need and can't really use. Like, I really just That's, don't get this it. What is, is, this is a real thing. Like, listen, man. But there are lots of deals. There's a lot. There's lots of sales right now. Yeah, it's a deal. And deals. And so, it's not one a deal day if you you're going to be afford going it. back outside. So but you, you can't need afford to get it, the stuff now. It's like, like when during the pandemic at the very, very beginning, I was sitting in my house and a light bulb went off. Bing! Why don't you go check the websites and see what they're doing on sheets and bedding and towels and all of that? It was dirt cheap. Like, I was able to get the high-quality, top-of-the-line stuff that I would never pay for, uh, comforters that cost $500. I was able to get them for, like, $100. But I'm just trying to say, but what if you couldn't afford it? Well, obviously, they can afford it because they're buying it. No, they're buying it, and then they're asking you, can they borrow something? (laughs) Well, they got a strategy. Yeah, that's a strategy. I can't afford it, and I'm going to buy it. Anyway, like it's not the best strategy. It's like you're planning to lose. It's like you practicing, like yo, I'm practicing. We're gonna lose by thirty. You know what I'm saying? We're going, y'all going into the game knowing that you can't afford some, knowing that you shouldn't be buying it, and still doing it. It's like the weirdest mind state, man. Well, I just really don't get it. It's a deal. Listen, you got to get the deals while they're hot. But it's not a deal if you can't afford it. It's only a deal if it's something. That is within your price range, and you can afford things. Do not buy shoes, clothes, <laughs> and you can't pay your rent, or you're gonna make sure your lights and gas get cut off. It don't make sense. No, because you could just borrow the money from your nah. from, from your homie. Nah, that's not what. And that's, then that's it. Nah, and then you man. got the bag and the rent. Nah, it's a strategy. Nah, nah it's not a smart strategy. It's that. It's but the, I'm. But all I'm saying, just to be transparent. There was a time in my life when well, I used you to was do, that. but I didn't I didn't have to borrow lots of money. But I still got to the point where I was like really struggling and stressing. But I was cute. But I kept my lights on. I did. I was cute. Now I grew out of that. Cute and, and broke. I grew out of that. Broke I grew and cute. out of that big time. Now, I mean, I just purchased stock for the first time in my life. A few days ago, it was Angela Yee who was like, sis, you know, I'm seeing that you got some deals and some things is coming in. We need to focus on what we're going to invest in. And for her, she does a lot of real estate. Um, So, you know, and shout out to our sis Yee, Um, you know, and she was like, you know, we could think about some projects that we can work on together. Specifically, she's in Michigan doing a lot of great work. Envy told me the same thing. Come to the classes. He tells us all the time. Yeah. You know, be, participate in the classes. Jay Morrison, get, on, get in these classes. Um, uh, 19 Keys. And then my cousin, uh, Kim Abney from Atlanta, who works in the tech space and also does a lot of trading and, and business in the stock area, you know, he's, he started really trying to encourage me to get in. And so he suggested that I read one of Warren Buffett's, uh, Warren Buffett's 
new his article that he just he did you know a, a um a, a article about his investments and mm-hmm. what he just recently purchased and why why he thought these particular companies were companies that he should support and so i read it and i made some decisions and i bought my first shares of stock so this is where Yo, i'm spending my money now it makes sense you know that's what i did i bought my first shares also you know, and um, we have to be a lot more intelligent, yeah. especially with our money. Like, you know, we can't, we are never going to obtain wealth if we're spending more than we actually have. have. Yeah, that's true. You know, if your outcome is more than your income. <laughs> your outcome then, <laughs> is more than your income. It doesn't, it don't really make sense. Point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, your outcome can cannot... and And, you know, and also teach it to our young children. That's what it is, So that's the next thing. Teaching generational wealth. Teaching how to acquire wealth and keep it. It's not what you make, it's how much you keep. Yeah. You know, and that's what we got to be intentional about. So that brings us to the close of Of another one. Of 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 another great episode. Great episode, man. Shout out to everybody. Number one podcast. Number one. Number one, baby. In the world. We're number one. A better podcast. I was on. Come um, on, son. Ain't nobody. Got I was on Fat Joe's show one day, right? And he was like, "The oh, this is, show." Yeah, and this he was is, like, "Oh, this is the best show in the world. This is the number one show in, in the, the world. world. There's nothing better than it. This, if you don't, if you're not on this show, you on no show." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, like he had me like <laughs> exactly. because he's speaking it to and listen to it. me when you believe in what you're doing." And you pour into, once again, shout out to Fat Joe yeah. for his show because he had me up there too. But he loves what he does. You know what I'm saying, Joe? The day that you was on Fat Joe's show, the police literally were chasing us in in Kentucky. And you were running while doing the interview trying to make it to the safe house, which was the church. So we wouldn't get arrested before the curse. That's a fact. That happened. That definitely happened. You know, so that brings me back to what I was saying is that um, you believe in what you do, you know, and you talk about it like it's the best, you know? Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who got hired for positions that they never knew nothing about, but they walked in and they were so confident mm. in themselves that somebody said, you know, I'm a, let me take a chance with you. Yeah. You know, so that's a that's a lesson for the young, the youth out there, man. Believe in yourself. Believe in your craft. Yeah. Believe in anything that you put your mind to that you can accomplish. So once again, so we're not going to always agree. I'm not going to always be right. She's not going to always be wrong. Whatever. But we will always be authentic. That's a fact. Facts. So listen, if you want to hear something on Street Politicians, you got topics, you got feedback. We already know we're the greatest show in the world. You don't really got to tell us, but we don't mind you telling us. If you got some <laughs> negative, you got some hate, we don't know how you can hate on this because this is actually the best show that you're ever going to see or hear in the world. But we want to hear your feedback. So yeah. hashtag Street Politicians. Let us know what you feel. Let us know what you think. For new and old episodes, you can tune in to iWoman TV or listen every single Wednesday to the Black Effect Network on iHeartRadio. One, son. That's how we own it! (laughs) 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.